Cheers. And we are back with episode two of We Just Want to Talk. This is Cher. This is Irina. And this is Em. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for our first episode. We really appreciated all the feedback we got. It was super exciting to like watch the numbers grow. Yes, we didn't think people really wanted to hear us talk about whatever. (laughs) And I thought this first episode would only have maybe nine listens from us listening it three times each. (laughs) But yeah, we're super grateful and we're excited to record the second episode. Yes. So for today's episode, we just want to talk about some of our current obsessions. Mm, Yes. Oh. Currently, my obsessions have been bullet journaling Mm. and skincare. And I think the two go hand in hand. Thanks to my bullet journal, because Mm. I started doing this habit tracking sheet. Where I'm like trying to do things like either twice a day, once a day, or a certain amount of times a week. So like go to the gym three times a week, skincare twice a day, vitamins two times a day. It's been helping me like develop habits for the whole Mm. January. Mm -hmm. And then next month I could create a new habit tracker and see how I am with sticking to things. So yeah. My bullet journal's making me organized, and I'm obsessed. And then, thanks to that, I'm also really into skincare, because I get to do it twice <laughs> a day, That's every exciting. day. Yeah. Um, also, it's really exciting to, like, send, like, my cousins or my sister, like, skincare reels. And then Ooh. we just learn and get, like, the knowledge of how to take care of our skin dude yeah and i'm like dude i can't wait to see us in like 10 years what will our skin look like thanks to this dude i need to get into that i think mara has been trying to get me into skincare for a long time and i just haven't really thought about it until recently Mm, mm -hmm. and the only thing i've really been starting is putting on sunscreen hey that is actually (laughs) one thing i put under current obsessions yeah oh if anything, I think that's the most important skincare step. Yeah. So you go sunscreen. Girl. Yes. Get that SPF. Protect that skin. And that goes for everybody. Wear your SPF. Even on cloudy days. Yeah. Because I learned <laughs> <laughs> that the sun is actually more dangerous on cloudy days. I Because think, the light yeah. is reflected on all the little like droplets in the air. So I've been, like, trying to be really cognizant of wearing it every day and, like, making it a part of my routine. But your routine sounds so healthy and, like, self-care based. Yeah, it's, like, so responsible. Yeah, because I'm just so tired of, like, my life being delayed from being sick. Ooh, Ooh. period. So I want to, like, make sure I, like, maintain my body the best I can. Wow. And also, we, like... We are surrounded by so many elder people mm. in our family that, like, I kind of see, like, oh, I want to make sure I can, like, do these things when I'm older. Mm, so, that's important. I know, like, some people, they, like, say, oh, I'm going to wait until I retire to do these things. I'm like, oh, but what <laughs> if I can't, like, walk yeah, when I'm older? Period. Or what if I can't, like, easily travel when I'm older? So Yeah. I also have just this 
mentality of like a YOLO lifestyle and like do it now or never. <laughs> Dude, true, that's true. A really good mindset to have. Is it? It's also like really. I think there's like a fast fine line pace, balance. Though. Yeah, there is a fine line balance because I'm gonna tie it back to last week now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, em and I tried to record an episode by ourselves. <laughs> Yes. And something, we ended up scrapping it. It was just a no-go for us. But I think something that I realized for both of us, maybe we both had this realization, mm. was that we need someone with that kind of YOLO mindset. Because Dude. we overthought yeah. everything yeah. to the point where we were just like, nah, we can't do this. <laughs> and that's the whole reason why we took four years to start doing this in the first place. True. Truly. Yes. So I think having that like whatever like i'm just going to do it mindset is kind of important at times yeah period agree yeah good job those are good obsessions to have <laughs> yeah super healthy like, yeah i've tried bullet journaling before it did not work out i feel like it's i don't know if i can just do routine i don't know i just could not keep up with it is it like the pressure of keeping up with it i think so like yeah oh my gosh, there's a journal, I have to do it, I have to make it look nice. Oh my gosh, is this giving perfectionist? <laughs> it is, a little bit. But I, I think yeah. that's what's so great about bullet journaling, because you can prepare it week by week, or even like three days at a time. So like if you, in my first bullet journal, I started it in college, I would like start it for a week, and then it'd go blank for a week, and I'm like, oh, I'll get yeah. back to it next time. Mm-hmm. But then once I get back into it, I just flip the page, and I create my own sheets again. Mm. So it's like up yeah. to you. You don't waste a journal because you're creating it in like real time. I see. That I is see. so wise. Mm-hmm. I think it's good that you track your habits too. Because then isn't that the whole thing of habits? Like you need to be doing it for a little while before it actually becomes a habit. Yeah. yeah. So great job. That's those are good <laughs> obsessions once again. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Um, hmm. Okay, my current obsession is, um, I don't know if if you guys are, like, into this as well, but it has been, like, award show season. So, like, the Emmys were recently... Were they? uh, The Golden (laughs) Globes. The, I think, Critics' Choice Awards. Dude. Oh my gosh, I don't think I even know some of those. Yeah, I'm so not in that world because I have oh. no idea that was happening. I do know okay. that's like a beginning of the year type thing. It's yeah, like recap yeah. of 2023. I didn't even know that. <laughs> but continue, please. I don't usually make it a point to watch them every year. I just happen to like be there and I'm like, oh my god, it's the Emmys tonight. Mm. But they were like happening for three weeks in a row. What? And I, um, <laughs> yeah, the Grammys is coming up. Like this weekend, oh, that one I'm always like, I gotta stay tuned for Mm -hmm. because music. Mm -hmm. But I was watching it because I really fell in love with a show over the summer called The Bear. Oh, I've heard of it. I feel like I've heard about that. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have watched it, but I was like really rooting for all of the actors and actresses that were nominated in it to win. But what I did not expect was to be really entranced by this show called Succession that Mm. was, like, winning an 
almost every category and like the thing that really got to me at first was the theme music of the show I was just like wow they're all walking up to get their awards and this theme music is like so it's such a banger it's so good really dude oh my gosh um, I need to listen to it it's this drama about I mean I could say like surface level it's about like family and business and a whole lot of things but I think all of my favorite shows basically come down to like family dynamics and generational trauma so (laughs) our life (laughs) representation yeah I'm like I'm not gonna go into it that much because people might want to watch it or like haven't watched it yet but dude I just love studying how like why people turn out the way they are because Mm -hmm. of how they were Mm -hmm. raised Mm -hmm. um do you think that makes people more empathetic hmm I think so like because at first I was watching the show I started it with my mom and I was like mom I I can't tell if I like the show or not but like we both couldn't stop watching it oh interesting and then like a season in and I'm like I cannot stop binge watching this dude (laughs) it's all I'm doing when I'm not at work Mm, interesting I did not know that so anyone out there looking for a show to watch if you're into dramas and it can be a little crass at times it's like I I can see that it could not be for everyone but if you want to like look into interesting family dynamics succession I highly recommend it what I didn't know about it at first was that it it's like a satirical show like I wasn't getting the tone of the show at first like I I was like is this supposed to be funny but then I realized it was like absurd which is is like The Office it's kind of shot like that (laughs) oh oh, I love it (laughs) where can you watch it it is on Hulu on Mm. HBO Max I think it's an Mm. HBO show um I'll figure out how to watch that. <laughs> you guys can use my Hulu. Oh, amazing. <laughs> but yeah, the music is also so good. Like, it's all I've been listening to. Oh, I'm um, so intrigued. But yeah, been a guilty pleasure oh. and an obsession of mine. Nice. <laughs> Can't think of anything else, really. What about you, Em? Current obsessions. Um, I feel like it's kind of like a mix of both of your answers, Ooh. actually. Oh. Yeah, because the first two I was thinking of is, like, I've been really into moisturizing my hands lately. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out winter. Shout out eczema. Um, If you get it, you get it. If you know, you know. (laughs) And um, with my job, I do a lot of hand washing and hand sanitizer, hand hygiene. Mm -hmm. And they just got so dry and it was super bad. Got this super bad rash. And so, yeah, I've been into this kick of really moisturizing my hands, finding what works for my hands and what makes it better. So that would be a current obsession. It's very much skincare in a way. And then I was also thinking SPF because I was so not into sunscreen before. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I feel like maybe I just started watching a lot of social media content about Mm -hmm. why sunscreen is so important, even on the cloudy days like you talked about. And um, even when you're indoor, did you know that? Dude, my mom tells me that all the time. Yeah, especially if you're, like, by the window. I even see, like, reels about how flight attendants are most prone to, like, skin cancer. Oh my god. Because they're, like, always in the air 
and the windows are like open. Yeah. And they don't wear sun protection because they think they're protected. Yeah. But then they're like way closer to the sun than like yes. people on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody wear your SPF again. <laughs> Reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching this content that was saying like it doesn't really matter what you use as long as you find something that you like so that you use it consistently mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i love i like a lot of the asian ones like um yes. yeah the biore uv i got from japan so good love it it does not feel like there's anything on your skin i hate it when you can feel stuff on your skin me too and i think that's why i didn't use spf for the longest time yeah as a kid growing up i was just like oh it feels so icky yeah same like i remember the banana boat one oh (laughs) sorry to throw you under the bus banana boat but you were not even re-friendly oh it probably isn't but (laughs) see so i started looking at that too and then another SPF I like, I have three favorites. So that was one. I like the Beauty of Jason one, and I like the Round Lab one. So mm. those are my recommendations to whoever's listening. <laughs> and then what else? Oh, hair care. Ooh, I love that. This is also tied to my eczema, I think. Okay. <laughs> because my scalp has been so dry. Yes. I feel so that, dude. I recently started rosemary oil, recommended from my friend Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. Um, yeah, I started putting rosemary oil in my hair, letting it sit, and then showering and really paying attention to what shampoos I've been using and, like, trying to mm. rotate through them. Because Irina taught me, um, that even though some of the shampoos are, like, with a lot of protein, too much protein is not good for your hair. Yes, because then when you stop using that product, then your hair doesn't know how to, like, maintain itself. Oh, shoot. So you always want to rotate it. Dude, yeah. And what's wild is I just saw a video from a dermatologist. Talking about it? Yeah, who said the same thing. So I was About like, the product facts. I was talking about? Or no, just... just like with protein-rich shampoos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've been like paying more attention to the shampoos I use and trying to rotate. Um, yes, hair care, skin care, hand care, whatever. That's one obsession or multiple. And then... Um, tying to what Shara said, Singles Inferno is my show. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, it's like um those dating shows. I guess it's kind of like The Bachelorette. I don't know. I never watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I think it's like the Korean version of yeah. The Bachelorette. Yeah, they're like stuck in an island trying to like see who they vibe with and then they can find out more information if they choose each other and go on a date out of the island. Mm-hmm. to paradise um so that's a current obsession and i guess could also be a guilty pleasure so kind of like what you were saying earlier speaking of guilty pleasures do you guys have any guilty pleasures oh do you want to go on this one <laughs> i can go okay but just i'm not like very sure if this these fall into guilty pleasures but mm. And you can correct me if this is not a guilty pleasure. <laughs> you know what? If well, let's you, define it. Yeah. If okay. You... <laughs> Who wants to define it? I'm going to say a guilty pleasure is something you wouldn't be usually, like, proud to say that you do. Like, like you wouldn't meet a new person and be like, oh my gosh, I really love this XYZ yeah, thing. it's kind of like <laughs> ooh, a secret little thing that you're like, hmm... I'm going to keep this to myself a little bit, but okay. I love to indulge in it. Okay. I have something. Okay. okay. <laughs> and if I told, like, 
my coworkers this or my mom this, they'd be like, are you okay? Oh, oh gosh, it's getting <laughs> spicy. <laughs> well, I also think it's fine because I know it's like a phrase to a glass of wine. What is the phrase? A glass of wine a day is I, healthy I, for you. I actually have never heard that I've never heard that phrase. something my dad would say. Actually... <laughs> it's probably not a phrase, and I'm pretty sure I might have heard my dad say it. So oh, yes, I think so. Like, a glass of wine is, like, healthy for your heart or something? Yeah. Sorry, cardiologist. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> my guilty pleasure, I guess, is drinking a glass of wine when I come home from a stressful day at work. Um, you know what? You're right. You do do that, and I'll be sitting in the kitchen like, Wow drinking wine again <laughs> yeah and it's like i guess the more concerning part is like i will just do it and like no one has to prompt me to be like you want to drink i'll be like i'm gonna drink alone and then i'm like i should offer other people too so i don't mind drinking alone which is the concerning <laughs> part <laughs> well you're aware yeah i'm aware yeah. and it's not like it's a problem i don't i feel so. like it's more of like the pleasure I find in it is, like, I'm so excited to try this wine, to mm. figure out the notes, and then add it to my long list of wines I've tried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then comes with that is, like, I just have a bunch of opened wine bottles, mm. which I'm like, oh, what do I do with these? Have a wine party. I have a wine yeah. party. <laughs> or I make sangria. Oh, there you and go. And then throw a party and serve the sangria. <laughs> exactly. Period. Um, another guilty pleasure I have is also drinks related I really love buying lattes like I I wrote that too yeah I know how to make like matcha lattes some specialty lattes coffee lattes um she said barista (laughs) (laughs) honestly yeah um but I just really love going to a cafe, appreciating their work, having them make my cafe or my latte art. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. And then tipping them for having such an amazing job. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Coffee nice. shops are such a vibe. Yeah, it's they nice are. to have a little treat to yourself. Like, what is life without a little latte, you know? <gasps> Period. Like, let's make that into a shirt. Yes. <laughs> you know, I was listening to a podcast once. Okay. <laughs> and... excuse me and the person was saying like that is actually one they kind of use that as one thing that they look forward to when they go to work so Mm -hmm. that work isn't so mundane Mm -hmm. they'll like twist it into a way like oh i have work today but at least i get to have my favorite latte yeah 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 so yeah i think that is a guilty pleasure of mine too because you know we don't got all the money to be spending on lattes but they do make me happy they do yeah like I would wake up, like, 30 minutes earlier just so that I have time to go get my coffee before I go to work. Dang. Or I will go, <laughs> to, like, um, <laughs> or I will go to work, send a couple emails, hop out to grab my coffee, <laughs> and then come back. But I make it happen when I want mm-hmm. it. Yeah, there was a period of time where I tried to wake up earlier so that I could stop by a coffee shop to get something before work. But when you work at 7 a.m., it's just it's just so early. I was going to say that 
I used to try to do that too, but now it's like, okay, I'll start really early, but I'll be like, if I do a really good job, I'll go on my lunch break and get mm-hmm. one. Ooh. Yeah, or midday, because I definitely feel the crash of not having any sight, any caffeine around like 3, 4 p.m. Mm. And then I'll look around at my coworkers and be like, anyone ordering boba, coffee, <laughs> caffeine, anything? <laughs> Someone usually bites, and then I'm like, cool, can I join your order? Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, my coworkers will just, like, say, anyone want boba? And then usually everyone says yes, or everyone says no. And I'm like, okay, I'll oh. just go get it on my own then. Oh, dang. But then I'm not swayed by their answer. I will get it regardless. Again, <laughs> I will drink on my own. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Any right. other guilty pleasures? I think let's hear the next person. Okay, I thought about a few guilty pleasures I had. I'm I'm trying to think of which one to say right now. But the one... Okay, one I'll bring up right now is maladaptively daydreaming about winning the lottery. Oh, shoot! Oh, dude. <laughs> this is one I think I've been doing since I'm, I've, I was a little kid. Dude. And... <laughs> As I've gotten older, it's just gotten more, like, grandiose in my head. I love it. That's so good. <laughs> I'll have, like, a whole plan, like... And it's funny, because I don't even, like, buy lottery tickets. Me too. It's, <laughs> like, it's so complicated to me. I really... It still don't get how do it you, works. You Even if you don't know how it works, just have $10 in cash. Yeah. You go up to them and be like, can I have one of each? But how do you know you win? You have to then go you check, check it yourself. But so they have to buy see, them, like, occasionally. Mm-hmm. Like, um, my friend and I have a lottery pack that if either of us wins a lottery, we're, we're like, we're set for life. Dang. Nice. But, um, yeah, I, I'd probably daydream about it more for someone who doesn't actually play the lottery. Like, I should probably, mm. like, You should probably try play. it. <laughs> wow, I didn't know this. Yeah. Yeah, wow. That's definitely a guilty pleasure. You don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, what would you do if you won, like, $100 million? Well, that's a problem for later. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it. I feel like I, I'm i always like, oh, I want to make sure everything's, like, paid off. Yeah. So we don't have anything to worry about and then go from there. Yeah, dude. No, I'll, like, I'll lay in bed and I'll think about it. Like, okay, if the number was this. First of all, make sure mom and dad are retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, Mara has a trust fund. Everyone's houses are paid off. All of my family's mortgages are paid off. And then it's like, what do I invest in? Boom. Dang, like, yeah, you're yeah. Detailed. Like, I'm, you're I go detailed. into detail and I'm like, I just think about the life I could be living and the life I'm not living right now. <laughs> oh, that's <But>. deep. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but this is manifesting. So you could just go out and buy those lotto tickets. Yeah. That's just the next step. That's, That's all you have to step. do now. Yeah. And then win. <laughs> and then win. Um, another... I don't know if this is a guilty pleasure. Like, I just wouldn't really say this, like, while introducing myself to people. But are you guys familiar with JSTOR? <laughs> J store the music or the publication the publication <laughs> wait i so yes i know neither so let's let's hear it so like you know when you're writing like research papers and you need like an academic source like academic journals or like a primary source uh-huh 
I I will just go, I'm not in school anymore, but I will just go on JSTOR and read academic journals. Dude. I don't know why. That's goals. I just really love JSTOR so much. Like, wow. I don't know if this is a, a subset of, like, type of person, but even on Tumblr, there's, like, JSTOR, I love you memes. So Whoa. I know I'm not the only one with this. Wow, that's so cool. No, I wish I liked it. I had no idea what you're talking about <laughs> until maybe 20 seconds ago. Yeah, I'll like research like the randomest crap and Whoa. be like, I want to like learn about this today. What's the latest thing you learned about? I don't know if I want to like, maybe we can cut this. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this problem I've been having with my hearing. Um... Hmm, hmm, maybe we can get into this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've only shared this with, like, my family and two friends. Mm-hmm. But for the past few months, maybe, like, two months or so. So my microwave and my washing machine, when they're finished with doing whatever they're doing, they both end with a little song. Yes. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> two months ago, I started saying, they sound a little off today. Like, I would just say that to my parents. And then I started realizing, like, I started noticing it with my alarms or, like, my timers. And then I started noticing it with songs, like, on the radio. Mm. But everything I was hearing previously, like, from what I was used to hearing, was now being heard half a pitch up or, like, a semitone up. Interesting. So it's like, I, I think I like cemented, like, okay, something is really wrong here. When I went to go play, at, I have like a digital piano in my room. Mm-hmm. And I went to go play and I was like, ooh, that does not sound right at all. And I thought someone was messing with my keyboard settings. So I did like a full factory reset and I played it again and it was like the same thing. And I was like, dude, I'm going insane. <gasps> I like got my like tuning fork and like yeah. I Googled like... A440 and I was like trying to see like I, like am I hearing this right but no it was just my hearing Whoa. and so like for a while now I've been listening to everything and just everything has sounded unfamiliar to me and it's been what? causing like such dysphoria yeah um especially as someone who's like very into pitch. sound are you perfect pitch no but like you're so into music and sound yeah Yeah. so like i would like listen to like all of my favorite music and artists and be like no this is different like this is not the (gasps) same and so i've been trying to like i don't even know who to consult about this so i've been on jstor yeah what (laughs) what did jstor say um I can't really find any conclusive stuff about it right now but that Mm. does lead me to another (laughs) Guilty pleasure, which is Wikipedia rabbit holing. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> I don't know if you guys do this. I might have done that in like high school, <laughs> but now I don't like sit in, my, in front of my computer. I just stare at my phone. Yeah, I also just stare at my phone now. Mm-hmm. But same. You use Wikipedia on your phone? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, I don't do that. <laughs> Usually, I use Wikipedia when I'm like watching. Like, a TV show or a movie, and I'm like, who is this person? And I'll, like, search them up and use Wikipedia. Mm. But that's usually it. What do you look at on Wikipedia? Literally everything, dude. Like, it's so funny. If you go on my, like, Wikipedia history, 
daily it'll just be like 30 articles per day because i'll just wow, like wow you read a lot i do amazing okay, yeah i read a lot then okay <laughs> yeah i guess reading is a guilty pleasure and it's not always like books wow i just didn't know people read public like the publication articles for fun yeah definitely like those are hard to decipher sometimes they are i really appreciate abstracts for that reason mm-hmm. but um yeah if anyone out here listening knows what is going on with like the semitone half a pitch stuff uh let a girl know because i just want to talk about yes, it yes <laughs> Maybe, like, an audiologist? I was thinking, like, maybe I need to see an ENT about this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Please. Anyway, those are my... Those, those are, are good. all the guilty pleasures I could think of. What about you, Em? Those are so interesting. Wow. I feel like mine are not that interesting. Mine were no. so... All about <laughs> fluid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, the number one thing I thought of when I heard guilty pleasure was the fake dating trope. Ooh, ooh, let's oh, talk about this because... Ooh. I have read so many fake dating books. They're all so predictable and they're all about the same thing. Like people fake dating and then turning, like actually liking each other and etc. Like it's so, it's so trashy, but I just, they're so fun to read. No, I'm a sucker for that trip, yeah. dude. I love it. That is Ugh. such a guilty pleasure of mine as well. Yeah. And they're so easy to read. Like I can finish it in like a day or two. Are you also into, like, enemies to lovers? Yeah. What is it about the not being together? I know, But liking someone trope for you? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know either, but it got me, bro. Yeah, (laughs) seriously, same. Because at first it's like, okay, whatever. Like, that doesn't happen. But there's just, oh, it's just so entertaining to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, what else? Um, I w- binge-watching shows, like I mentioned earlier. I can't just... Ugh, I can't do movies. Like, I, I don't know. I guess that's the weird thing. Mm. I really don't like movies too much because you gotta sit there and dedicate such a large amount of time to one, like, film. But for TV shows, you have the potential to stop. But I don't. I will, like, binge-watch them. Mm. So every time someone, like, recommends something and I'm interested in it, I'll start watching and I literally cannot stop. Like, I cannot. It's, like, an eight-hour thing. Dude, what? Wow. That's so long. Yeah, but That's then I can That's longer than going to a movie. I know, but I, I can't go into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch Crash Landing on You. I feel uh, like that's I haven't so watched good. it. It's, like, 16 episodes. Okay, but it's not it's just a- watching. You gotta read it. But it's so worth it. Uh, I, I'm just not in there yet. I'm not there Oh yet. my god. If you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, don't you think M should listen to, or listen, gosh, watch Crash Landing on You? I it's know. so good. So many of my friends that have recommended it to me have convinced their families to watch it. But what's so good Dude. about it? The storyline, the acting. It's like, it doesn't even matter that it's in Korean. It's so good of a story well i've been recommended singles inferno for so long and i just started it so i feel like i just need to get there on my own time (laughs) oh dear okay (laughs) so catch me in like 
two years watching Crash Landing on oh You. Oh my god. Same. I'm not there yet. My whole family has watched Crash Landing on You. They're like, I can't believe you haven't watched it yet. It's Dang, so good. I'm like, well. I just don't think I'm at that point yeah, in my like, life yet. Not interested in it right now. But just I get probably ready to, I like, will get there. Yeah. Just get ready to like cry like a bunch. I think that's what it is. Mm. Oh. I do like to cry. <laughs> I love um, watching stuff just to cry. Dude, Crash Landing. Okay. That's definitely the one. Ah, oh, dang. I have watched one season of Singles Inferno. Um, Which season? I think the first one. Oh, I have, that's the only one I haven't oh, watched. Okay. <laughs> but I like the premise of it. I think it's very different from American dating shows. Yeah. Yes. Um, I feel like you can see people trying to make more of, like, a connection. Mm-hmm. And because there's other people besides, like... It's not like 30 people going for one person. It's like mm. you get to see the dynamics yeah. of each relationship, which I always love to watch. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, you know, maybe that's why we like those things. We're looking at the dynamics of different relationships. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. But yeah, I agree. It's totally different from American dating show type things. I feel like there's the drama is different. The drama's different, mm-hmm. the culture's different. They don't just, like, kiss each other. None of, there's not even any kissing in yeah. Singles Inferno. Yeah. yeah. I love that they try to get to know each other. Yeah, it's really more about connection. Yeah. God. Deep. Wow. Wow. See, even in, like, okay, back to crash landing. <laughs> like, the potential couple in the in the series... They don't even, like, show any signs of affection until, like, episode 9 of 16. Oh, dang. Oh, wow. I love a slow burn. Yeah. I love a slow burn. <laughs> like, give me that. Yeah. Yes. Dude, you gotta watch this. <laughs> I have to circle back just for that. Dude, I think it's... Okay, I'll watch it if you watch it. Maybe we should watch it together. Maybe this is my crash landing era. Maybe. This yes. year. This Maybe year we can I try this year. Crash yeah. on you. Finally. Stay tuned, guys, in December. See if we actually yeah. <laughs> watched it. That made me think, um, with it, we were, like, comparing, like, American versus, like, Asian shows. I do find myself really liking, like, Asian shows or, like, people or shows with Asian people. I don't know. I feel like I realize representation does matter. What oh, do you it think? does matter. It's Definitely. so important. It's like, right. oh, I understand this on a cultural level. Like, I feel seen. Right? But you don't necessarily think that when no. you're watching it. Yeah. You feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which brings me to Out of the Box. Ooh. Did you guys watch Out of the Box? Yes, I like, definitely did. Out of the Box? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a us. That's, that reminds me of us and our cousins so much. I don't Dude, know why. That was the best show. And. You know, as a kid, I don't think I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, she's, like, Filipino. Like, no. I only realized that, like, later on. And the fact that none of the main characters were, (laughs) is that bad to say, were white? (laughs) No, but I know what you mean. Yeah. It was like, oh, she looks like me, and she also sings, and I relate to that. Yeah, and they just did fun things. I don't even remember exactly what they did, but it was all fun and creative. Yeah. Oh, such a good show. But yeah, it's interesting that, like, that's the show that was sticking to me versus the other shows out there. Mm-hmm. You know what else I like? Maya and Miguel. 
I loved Maya and Miguel. Shout out. I like dude. don't remember. Dude, Maya and Miguel. I do remember. It was a PBS like, show. They were twins, I want to say. Were they twins? Yeah. I don't know, but I was like, oh, and it my made, people of dude, color, brothers and sisters. Dude, I know. It made me really want a twin brother. Or at least like a brother. I didn't even know they were twins. Dude, Dude. do you remember? It was like at 5 p.m., so I'd be like, I gotta go watch this show right before dinner. I think I was more, like, obsessed with Dragon Tales. I love Dragon Tales. I think we used to play Dragon Tales when we were kids. Do you remember that? I think so. We would, like, hold on to the stone. (laughs) Yeah, we would hold on to the circle. (laughs) I wish, I wish, with With all my heart. heart. (laughs) To fly with dragons in a land land. of heart. Or uh, afar. I don't, I don't know. know. Something like that. Oh, that was fun. Dude, I love Dragon Tales. PBS was a wholesome, um, like, TV station. Yeah. Arthur was on there. <gasps> oh, I really liked that show, too. Dude. You know what else I liked? PB&J Otter. Ah, I always think of you when I think of PB&J Otter for some I reason. Just, oh my gosh, the fact that there was a slide to the kitchen. That's so fun. Genius. That's where we get our whimsy <laughs> from. Yeah. Shout out to all the people who seek whimsy in their lives. And it was very much that fantasy that we were all talking about as kids. Like, oh, I want to live by my cousins. They were all living in boats by the water. Aww. Mm. That makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, good shows. That took a turn. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I just watched so much TV as a kid that I just do not watch TV now. Hmm. But, like, I have so many favorite shows in my head but i just don't know the titles of them like what's the one with the bear in the big blue house or is it bear called that the big blue house. <laughs> yeah it dude we were was. so into that i love that one and then there was this one where it was like this elderly man in his like living room and then a train would like choo-choo in like along the ceiling was this a Disney was show? Was that the Mr. Rogers thing? The Mr. Rogers show. Mr. Rogers Neighborhood? Yes. Guys, I, I could, love that show. I could talk about Mr. Rogers forever, but I would cry <laughs> about it. Like, he was Mr. so gentle. Mr. Rogers to me. <laughs> he is so important. Oh my god, you you guys should watch this video on YouTube called um, Koreans Watch Mr. Rogers for the First Time. <laughs> oh shoot, okay, we gotta But watch I saw it after. the other day and it made me cry, but Mr. Rogers is just, it was just such a good show and he did so much, not just for children, like not, not just for the children, but like in terms of music, that show was so good. Ooh. He exposed the children to jazz at such a young age. Really? I think Maybe that's so that's... much of why I love jazz so much. I think that's why I love jazz too. Oh, and it, he never like dumbed it down or anything. It was just like complex music for the little kids. And Dang. I love that. Nice. I anyway, did not realize I digress that. about Mr. Rogers, but God bless that man. Wow. Um, well, it's been an episode, y'all. Like, I didn't expect to talk this much. Yeah, same. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I could keep talking about all my favorite kid shows, but we should. I would just keep asking you guys, what was it called? <laughs> yeah. But it, I can imagine it in down. my mind. Well, if you've stuck around this long, thank you for listening to the second episode of We Just Want to Talk. Please feel free to leave us more comments. We loved reading those, honestly. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.